Good morning. Happy Sunday, the 7th, or as what we say here in the States, happy Super Bowl Sunday. It's a big Sunday for us. Uh, basically, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl and just want to give a quick little shout out to Tampa Bay Sports. Now, some of you should know, Tori and I both lived in Tampa for different periods in our life. I went to school in Tampa for five years mm-hmm. and Tori lived there for several years as well. Yeah. And so not only did our professional hockey team win the Stanley Cup this year, which is huge, Tampa Bay Lightning. Our baseball team made it to the World Series, and unfortunately, they lost, but they still made it there, which is awesome. And now our professional football team is in the Super Bowl. So it's a big year for us. We're really excited. Chad um, is jacked, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super <laughs> jacked. But we're, we're, I think we're going to keep this devotional fairly quick for y'all because we know it's Sunday and you, you're doing stuff, maybe getting ready for the big game. Who knows? Or church. Or church. All the <laughs> stuff, all the fun things. But uh, we're just going to jump into it. Yeah, guys, let's jump into it. Today, we are in Genesis, specifically Genesis 6:18, and the devotional is titled Your Lifeboat, and it says, "But I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives." The love letter from God says, "Beloved child, I am always with you." There will be times when you wonder if I am really there and you may be tempted to wander away from the work I called you to. In those days of doubt, I want you to reflect on all the times in the past when you thought I had abandoned you. What you will discover is that I have always remained faithful to you. I am your heavenly father. I am the God of hope. When everything you love is being overwhelmed by a flood, and you can't swim any longer. I am your lifeboat. I am the author of your life who can rewrite any tragedy into triumph. I am the one who will work all things together for your good, even when it appears that it has all gone bad. When you don't know what to do, be still and allow me to calm the storm in your heart. If you wait on me, you will witness my wonders. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, when times get hard and we cannot see God's plan in motion, we might feel that he has forgotten his covenant with us. However, God's greatest work is often done behind the scenes and out of sight. When Noah was building the boat, he did not see a cloud in the sky. He had to trust what God had told him and act on it. Stay faithful to God and build your life on his word. When the storm hits, he will rescue you. The treasure of truth says, when we do our work for the Lord, it will never be wasted. I felt that so many times in my life. By the way, I don't know if you can hear our dishwasher in the background, but if you hear a little noise in the background, it's not my stomach, it's our dishwasher, so sorry about that. But anyways, I felt that feeling so often in my life, and I almost get a little embarrassed about it, just because I'm like, of course, God has always come through for me. I'm still alive. And I still have air in my lungs and I still have purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I feel like I failed so many things and I feel like God hasn't answered so many things. And why is that? Like, if God has a perfect plan for my life that is good and pleasing, why am I not just just reveling in that? Why do I sometimes feel empty? Why do I sometimes feel like I'm missing out when in actuality, if I knew what God knows, 
I would be so jacked about the plan that he has for my life because the plan for my life isn't about being stress-free or having just an easy life where you just make a ton of money and have the most amazing community and you live stress-free. No, it's about being sanctified in Christ's image. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Something else I just wanted to point out if you guys are interested. One of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible, yes, in the entire Bible is 1 Kings 19. If you're looking for a scripture to read that's relevant to this devotional for further study, I definitely encourage you to read it. I'll sum it up uh, just quickly. That way you can kind of see the point I'm trying to make if you do go read it. But I'm going to just sum it up in basically a paragraph when it's it's a pretty long chapter. So basically, there's the prophet Elijah, not Elisha, there's Elijah, and he gets word that Jezebel is basically going to try to kill him. And so he was a prophet from God, and he gets so nervous that Jezebel is going to kill him that he flees. He flees away from God's plan for his life, and he's just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I'm going to die, all this stuff. I'm so stressed out. I'm so nervous. And he cries out to the Lord several times, just take my life. This is too much for me to handle, Lord. Please take it. And then finally, the Lord confronts him. And there's there's some moments there that you don't want to miss. But the main moment I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of is the Lord calls to him and, and he responds. And the Lord calls to him again. And Elijah says this. He says, Lord, I've been an amazing servant, yet I'm the only one who's serving you. I'm all alone. I can't do this. And then the Lord basically gives him new plans. He's like, okay, I hear you. Go do this. But I just want you to know. I have preserved 7,000 other people that can do what I have called you to do. These 7,000 people have not bowed down to Baal. Mm-hmm. And so all along, what all Elijah could see was the dangers and the, the fear in his path. But he didn't see the 7,000 people that he had preserved for the plan that he had set for Elijah. Yeah. And I just can't help but, and I don't, I don't I hope you didn't get too lost in there. But the main point of it is that God is doing things that we can't see. Elijah had no idea, but yet God had already, he had already did that. Right. Yeah. I love that. Um, I remember writing something a while back and I remember saying, Lord, I'm so sorry that I always try to steal the pen from you when you're such a better author than I am. And I think it's really easy for us to want to write our own story. We think that you know, we can get in our heads and be like, well, if this happened and then this happened, it would be amazing. And then when it doesn't happen, you're stuck in this place of disappointment and discouragement. And I think it's because we forget that what God has planned is better than what we could plan. And it's, it's just so easy to get lost in our own wants and desires and forget that we need to be praying for God's wants and desires to supersede ours um, so that we can fall in line with the plan that's better than ours to begin with, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's so funny that we so often act like this is a group project. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, God, I'm going to go peer revise that essay that you wrote about my life. I'm just going to peer revise. I'm just going to give it a, a once over. Mm-hmm. No worries. I'm sure it's great, though. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not the way this works. He is God. We are not. Right. So anyways, <laughs> would you like <laughs> to pray? Yeah, let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that we all take a moment uh, today to just be still in your presence and get lost in the wonder of who you are, how big you are, how good you are, God, Um, that you are always working behind the scenes. You always have a plan. Even when we can't see it, God, I pray that we would be the people that 
continue to move forward in what you have called us to do, even when it doesn't make sense, even when we don't see the why, even when we might not understand, even if we think that we could do it a different way and it would be better, Lord, remind us who you are and that you are God. You are Alpha and Omega. You are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And who are we in comparison to you, God? I just pray that it would bring us to our knees, um, that we would lift our hands in worship and awe of you, God, that it's such an honor that we get to have communion with you, that we get to communicate with you, that we get to call you friend and father, um, that we have access to your throne room through your son, Jesus Christ, and that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us and we get to walk in that authority, Lord. So I pray that you would remind us of all these things today as we love on our neighbors and our friends and our family, God, that you would open our eyes to opportunities um, for us to get a backstage pass, Lord, that we can see what you're doing behind the scenes today. Um, We love you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, just a quick little note. Thank you for all your messages. Tori and I read all your letters. We read your emails. We read the DMs. We're, we're working on getting to all the DMs. Yeah. Um, but if you don't hear right back from us, we just want you to know that like we are seeing things and it's impacting us greatly. And by the way, I also want you to know this was not a subtle plug to send us more messages and more mail and stuff like that. I just wanted you to know that if you have communicated with us, especially on our podcast Instagram, Um, Just thank you so much for your love and your support. And we will do our best to get back to as many people as we can. Yeah. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Go Bucks. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. We love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.